Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today let the word go forth fool me once are you fired up i'm not a crook are you ready to go shame on shame on you it's abe lincoln's top hat hosted by ben kissel boom you can't get fooled again recording lights on good to go welcome to the show everyone that's marcus parks i'm ben kissel marcus parks yeah uh, I'm dumber today. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I took mushrooms with Big Fat Eddie from the Round Table of Gentlemen. Which sounds like fun. It was. And then we went to go see Dumb and Dumber 2, and that was bad. Oh, that was a bad decision. It wasn't the best movie I've ever seen. <laughs> I would argue it might be the worst movie I've ever seen in theaters, except for Universal Soldier 2 with Bill Goldberg. Woman, expendable. That's what Bill Goldberg, Goldberg says the entire movie. Woman, expendable. That's his only line. And then he shoots the woman. Okay. That's the point. The you, woman or just any woman? Well, any woman. Yeah. It seemed like. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, mostly a lot of people died in Universal Soldier 2, but Dumb and Dumber 2 was a killing of the soul. Yeah. Uh, but that was a good time. Anyway, so that was my night last night. So that's where my brain is at today. All right. So I'm not, not 100%. That's fine. That's because you're 100%. I am uh, 85%. That's perfect. We're meeting. We're 70%. <laughs> I'm at 50, 55. It's, a, it's incredible. I was watching this documentary. We talked about it briefly before the show. When Israel attacked the United States, for those that don't know about it, 1968, the, uh, the Israeli Air Force and the uh, Israeli Navy bombed uh, a ship, a U.S. ship. Yeah, killed 171 people. Jesus. Very underreported. I was or, watching- excuse me, killed 31, injured 171. Oh, 171 injured people in 1968. They're fine. <laughs> Medicine was so good, you know? Mm-hmm. So just a bunch of people without limbs. Yeah. I would almost rather be dead. <laughs> you know? Than not have a limb? It would be too difficult. Yeah. It's very tricky stuff, especially if you want to live in New York City with all the uh, all the stairs and things like that. But yeah, I mean, uh, very underreported, but I watched that documentary and it was exciting. Yeah. And the people, uh, there was one fellow who got the Purple Heart, but the president didn't give it to him. Why not? He was busy doing something for charity. I think he was passing out uh, small cereal boxes to kids. <laughs> I mean, I have no idea what the president was doing. It was much smaller than uh, a much smaller event than handing out a Purple Heart to an American hero. Well, that sounds like Richard Nixon. Yep, tricky dick. <laughs> love the Knicks. I love this story. But anyway, so check that out. Google when Israel attacked the United States and get some information. Nineteen sixty-eight. Um, and uh, the, the guys that were attacked, they felt very demonized by the American government because the American government didn't want to uh, do anything negative towards the Israelis or say anything bad. Wait, so you watched this Israel documentary on mushrooms? No. <laughs> no, I watched it alone on PBS. Okay. Maybe I was drinking some Buffalo Trace whiskey. Ah. Yeah, it's one of the better whiskeys around. That's what I always say. <laughs> Net neutrality. Let's talk about that. Okay. 
Net neutrality. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to talk about that, Marcus. I don't know that much about it. And obviously, Ted Cruz is coming out and saying, it's the Obamacare of uh, whatever, internet regulation. The Obamacare of the internet. Which is insane. (laughs) The the two things are like totally different. It makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. I mean, it makes sense for Ted Cruz. What does he get, like a half a million dollars a year from uh, Comcast? Well, uh, actually, the majority, a lot of senators get money from Comcast. Yeah. It's a huge deal. Comcast is a gigantic uh, contributor to a lot of senators' campaigns, and they've got a lot of senators in their pocket. Right. However, a lot of Republicans, including those that get money from Comcast, came out against Ted Cruz's tweet saying— Against his tweet? Against his tweet. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it came out against his tweet saying that you— What kind of world are we living in? (laughs) I come against Ted Cruz's tweet? I come out against that tweet. I am repudiating his tweet. It's so sad. It's so dumb. It's so fucking— Will stupid. retweet your tweet or favorite your tweet or not like your tweet and yeah. tweet my own tweet. Yes. Oh, God, it's so fucking <laughs> The politics terrible. of the time. The uh, politics of the time are absolutely <laughs> idiotic. Uh, but a lot of Republicans came out and said, like, okay, that is so dumb that you are hurting the party. Yeah. Which is funny that a lot of senators will come out <laughs> against Ted Cruz for saying something so dumb. Right. Yet when senators come out saying things about rape or abortion that are obviously extremely, extremely stupid, those yeah. same senators are quiet. However, net neutrality is an issue that is truly bipartisan. It's a fiery issue. People yeah. love to discuss it. Yeah, and it's also something very easily to come yeah. out against without upsetting your constituency. Ted Cruz merely just knew, like, okay, Comcast is giving me money. Right. And Comcast is against net neutrality. So yeah. I should be against net neutrality. That's right. But like I don't al- know what it is. Like, right. And like we always say, if you want to know what a politician's stance or uh, policy positions are going to be, look at the people who give them the cash. Exactly. That's it. Those those are the brains. Yeah. And so Ted Cruz uh, does not understand, nor does he want to understand net neutrality. Right. So he figures the best thing to do is to just compare it to something that people already hate. Uh, g- uh, low calorie Gatorade. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, is it? Um, oh, when the Twinkies went away, <laughs> people hated that. Remember when Twinkies went away? People were very upset. Yeah, yeah, very. So upset. net neutrality is like when the Twinkies went away. Yeah, it's like when the day. He could have said that. <laughs> he could have said that, but instead he went with net neutrality is Obamacare for the internet. The internet should not operate at the speed of government, which that <sighs> se- the second part doesn't make any sense. Right. Whatsoever. Because the whole point is that these private companies are going to be able to control and dictate the speed of the internet that you get that they can't currently do now. Well, here's uh, let me uh, let me break it down in pornography terms. Porno? Yeah, porno. Oh, but, yeah, right. let, let's say let's say you are a red tube man. By the way, I would say Rotten Tomatoes would be a terrible site if it judged porno movies. <laughs> How bad would the porno have to be if it got three Rotten Tomatoes, three percent? I would argue that porno is among the most subjective things that we uh, subject ourselves. Yeah, Maybe, but but judging it by the category of rotten, how rotten tomato is it? Ugh, it's pretty, you can imagine how bad it would have to be. Well, I guess one hundred percent rotten tomato would be the worst porno ever. It would have to be, yeah. yeah. Possibly the Prune Brothers would be one hundred percent rotten tomatoes. If you if you ha- if you're a gal out there and you have a vagina, and uh, if if uh, if it's that time of the month, just say you got a rotten tomato. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, ah, sorry, gals, I'm on, I'm on my rotten potato tomato or potato rotten tomato. That's the best thing ever to be. Uh, period should only be called rotten tomato.
tomatoes from now on. I'm saying it right here on oh. Abel against Top Hat, the political one. All right. <laughs> good. Confirmed. Very good. All right. So let's say that you're a red tube man. Mm. But Comcast has a deal with Pornhub right. in which Pornhub pays a fee to Comcast for faster internet speeds, but RedTube does not pay the fee to Comcast. So right. if you go to RedTube, then your connection to RedTube is going to be slower than that of your connection to Pornhub. Pornhub. So yeah. if you want to get to tits faster, you're going to have to go to Pornhub. So therefore, RedTube is going to lose out on right. your business. And this is bad for startup companies. Say Fapflix, who is a startup uh, porno tube site that's going to be getting some advertising I, with us. Really? Yeah. Say Fapflix? Fapflix.com. Well, that's Flix with an X. Wow. Uh, so say okay. that Fapflix is going uh, is coming into the game, right. but Fatflix is a startup, so Fatflix doesn't have as much money as someone like Pornhub, who has right. been a mainstay for years and years have. So Fatflix, when people go to their site, they're going to have a slow internet connection, so therefore, they're not going to give Fatflix the chance that they deserve. They're not right. going to go there. They're not judging it by its content. Mm -hmm. They're judging startup sites by how fast they go to, because people, I mean, when you're looking at something on the internet and something doesn't load immediately, Right. For the most part, people will go away. They'll fucking go away from that site. They'll say the site's broken. They'll say something's wrong with it. And they won't give that site a chance. Right. So net neutrality, if they get rid of net neutrality, then it will, this sort of thing will come to pass. And so oh it's more of a monopolizing thing where established companies and huge companies with a lot more money to spend right. will be able to get faster internet speeds. Well, I'm a Pornhub guy, so I'm fine with it. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's it's it's uh, you got pasta sauce, you know, and you're selling on the streets, but you'll never take the shelf space of the pregos over there. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah. Think of it as Racine's pasta sauce. The Mike, Mike Racine, uh, one of our friends here, at yep. Cave Comedy Radio, is a guest on a lot of shows. He has a pasta sauce that right. he sells, but he's not going to be able to get that self shelf space in the store to take over Prego. So Racine's got mm -hmm. a big uphill battle to climb here. That's right. So Racine is Red Tube. Yes, Racine is Red Tube, and wow. uh, Prego is Pornhub. This just—it it seems like there is not a rational argument uh, in favor of being against net neutrality. Not really. The only person that I found that was actually for net neutrality that wasn't Ted Cruz or an executive for Comcast. Right. Uh, he was a guy. <laughs> Never side with the executive for Comcast. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. Never. Known as one of the—they're one of the most hated companies out there right now. Right. Uh, and so this guy. He was a writer for Forbes, and he said that uh, his reason against net neutrality is say like, so hey, what if uh, my neighbor is watching Netflix? Right, right. But I'm not watching Netflix, and in fact, I don't even get Netflix. Mm. But Netflix and YouTube make up for 50% of all internet traffic. That part is actually true. Sure. Uh, so he's saying that his neighbor should pay more because they're taking up more broadband than he is. Get out of his bedroom. <laughs> get out of women's wombs. Get out of the bedroom. Who cares who you're having sex with? And who cares if the guy is watching uh, a little Netflix? Yeah. I have no problem um, because I'm sure th this is also a multimillionaire who is giving this analogy. Yeah. This man has televisions in every fucking part of his home. I guarantee it. He has a TV on his watch. The guy's a He's the one using all the broadband. Yeah. You know, this is not a person who is just like, woe is me. And what kind of life? Are you living 
if you're sitting in a dark room using zero broadband <laughs> and just being like, everyone's using the broadband all around me and I'm not using any of it. So why am I paying the extra 30 cents on my bill? Yeah. Get a life. Watch Netflix. Exactly. If everyone's watching Netflix, everything's going to be just fine. Yeah. I hate the argument. I hate the entire idea. Of, and this is where this is why uh, libertarians, I think Rand Paul uh, uh, and Rand Paul and I believe Obama both agree uh, they're in favor of net neutrality. Yeah, it is. A, this is a truly bipartisan issue. It is. It, 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 it goes full circle where liberals and libertarians get to hold hands in unity. <laughs> All yeah. in disgust of Ted Cruz and his position uh, hanging out with the uh, executives of Comcast. Yeah, the Internet is, a, I mean, it's a true resource that we should all be able to have equal access to. Right. And but he's watching Netflix. <laughs> I haven't seen Orange is the New Black yet, and he's on season two. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the FCC's kind of dragging its feet on making yeah. a definitive ruling on this because they know as soon as they make a ruling, especially if they make it for net neutrality, right. uh, then the cable giants are going to sue them. Well, I mean, it's going to be tied up for years. Yeah. You know, how would this affect, like, uh, podcasts? How would this affect what we do? How it would affect what we do is, like, say we are we are actually one of the smaller podcast networks. We're not the smallest, but we're We are the best podcast network. We are the ECW. There was a time yes. in the 90s. There was the WCW, World Championship Wrestling, the WWF, before the World Wildlife Federation took their name. And I will say, I love the World Wildlife Federation, but yeah. pro wrestling should have won the, the battle of the name WWF. I mean, let's be honest. WWF yeah. is so much cooler than WWE. It sounds like women's entertainment. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with women, women's entertainment. And as a matter of fact, pro wrestling is female entertainment, and it's a lot of gay entertainment. Yes, it is. I had a fella, Ian, in college. And uh, we would watch Monday Night Raw every single Monday. He would watch it for a different reason than you. That's what he told me. <laughs> and I said, I know, Ian, you're rock hard. Mm -hmm, he was yeah. constantly rock hard. Yeah, same thing with the X-Men. I worked at a comic book store in go. college. I read the X-Men for a completely different reason than my friend JP did. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, JP had one one stuck-together page at the end of it. <laughs> Big Cyclops fan, that JP. Oh, my. <laughs> when he looks at me, I can feel my face burning. <laughs> anyway, we were discussing... Uh, what, what were we talking about? Uh, we were talking about WWE, us, here at CCR. We That's are right. the ECW. ECW. That's what we are here. Yeah. And because uh, it's the best podcasting around. It's the best shows that exist on the internet. I agree. That's right. And we're more hardcore. Um, but we don't have to get hit with chairs. <laughs> so that's very nice. I love that. Not yet. Yeah, uh, not but yet. yeah, not we're, we're one of the smaller ones and we don't right. make a lot of money here. What about someone like the Corolla show? Uh, the Corolla show, well, they make a good amount of money, but they are, they're an independent show. Right. Uh, so they ne wouldn't necessarily be affected on their website. Okay. Uh, that all goes through iTunes. So, you know, the separate shows uh, wouldn't necessarily be affected. But uh, mm. so one of the, like, let's say the, the biggest uh, uh, podcast network, Earwolf. Okay. Uh, the biggest comedy podcast network, Earwolf. They make a shitload of money. They do very well for themselves. Right. So... Earwolf would be able to afford to pay Comcast or Verizon or whoever to get the faster internet speed while us here at Cave Comedy Radio would right. not be able to afford that. Right. Because we don't make any money. Right. Yeah, that's the whole thing about it. Yeah, that's the yeah. that's the one that's one of our special qualities. <laughs> the inability to make any money whatsoever. So it'll just benefit the people who can afford it. It would yeah, pretty, pretty one oh one. Yeah, it'll benefit the people that already have the money. It, yeah, it's so it's exact I mean it's just like any other thing in Why did this come about? 
I mean, what what's Comcast? What's the point? What are the, what do they feel like they're losing out? Is it really is? I mean, that's the thing. I, I feel like that argument that you just said, the guy who wrote for Forbes, my neighbor has Netflix. That that's it on a macro level. Yeah, it's just like well, but but yeah, but they're having fun over there. We better turn out the lights. The reason why they're going for it is because they saw an opportunity for profit and they're taking it and they saw, they have an argument that makes them feel like sound like the victim. How is this different than what Russia does or what China does or what fucking North Korea? I mean, they don't even think that they don't even know the internet exists in North Korea really, but I mean, how is it different than government spon- uh, uh, censorship? It's because it's not necessarily censorship in uh, the sense of certain ISPs will block certain websites. It's not that they're blocked. It's just that they'll run at a much slower speed. Uh, but, I mean, for all intents and purposes, that's blocking it. I mean, for, yeah, yeah, yeah. For the most part, it is blocking it. It right. is just having it at a much slower speed. But it isn't uh, a government-mandated type thing. It's not the right. government saying coming in and saying have this. Uh, well, actually, the government could come in and say, you know, they could, certain senators could say, all right, yeah, you've give, if you give me... Uh, I'm going to do this for you if you make, like, say, Alternet uh, a s- slower site, even right. if they pay. Uh, so, like, Ted Cruz is like, make make sure www.cruisecontrol.com is the fastest. <laughs> that's going to be his that's going to be his for Ted Cruz, Cruise Control for president. I mean, I think that's going a little far because I don't I think it has a lot more to do with profit than it does yeah. about censorship. Uh, it's just the cable company seeing an opportunity for profit and taking it because their argument is that, you know, Netflix and YouTube do take up 50 percent of Internet traffic. Netflix itself is Netflix stream is 32% of all internet traffic. Sure. Uh, so that what they're saying is that since Netflix uses up so much more broadband, they should have to pay more for using the internet, which the internet should be a free and open source no matter what you use it for. I'm just not going to ever err against Netflix. I love <laughs> Netflix. <laughs> Everyone loves Netflix. All it does is provide you great entertainment, House of Cards. Yeah. Unbelievable show. Yeah, but your neighbor doesn't watch House of Cards. He's lame. <laughs> I will say, when Kevin Spacey turns and talks to the camera, it's like, turn away. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> why are you talking to me, Kevin? Oh, I hate it when they talk to you. I know. The only person that should talk to me is Bugs Bunny. Oh, my God. Kill all the Japanese. <laughs> That's what he used to say. Oh, yeah. If you ever want to watch some great American propaganda, go back to Looney Tunes. Bugs they Bunny it. Nips the Nips. That was the name of the uh, <laughs> that was the name of the Bugs Bunny propaganda cartoon. It's so old racist that I don't even know how it's racist. <laughs> what does nip the nips mean? I don't even know what a nips is. Uh nip is short for nipponese. Nipponese okay. Yeah, I don't which, even know. Yeah, the nip nippon is what uh, Japan is actually called. That's what they call themselves. Nippon? N- nippon. Ah. N-I-P-P-O-N. Ah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Nipponese is what they call themselves, but Nip, uh, much like Jap, uh, right. became the uh, the slur. But it's a little bit more uh, socially correct. It's a little bit more um, uh, kind in a way. They're you know they're acknowledging that they call themselves the Nipponese. Yeah, I mean, I guess or you could it is say, a Nipponese. But you know what, Nip sounds worse than Jap, in my opinion. Well, I think of the Jewish American princess when I hear Jap. Ah, so I, yeah. I kind of got it all messed up in my head. <laughs> yeah, Nip.
It sounds like a, uh, well, yeah, I guess that's why they call them like zipper heads and things like that. Yep. Anyway, very offensive words. <laughs> that's what those were. Yes, and we're not condoning the use of those words. No. We're merely discussing the historical background of said words. Bugs Bunny did it. <laughs> Blame it on Bugs, why don't you? Very racist. A racist cartoon rabbit. That's yeah. the worst kind of cartoon rabbit there is. I mean, I think, well, back to, back to net neutrality. I think net neutrality will be a true test of if American corporations truly do hold more. If they, if We're net doomed. neutrality gets, goes, uh, if net neutrality gets struck down, then that will be the biggest, most public example of corporations controlling America rather than the people actually controlling. Because right. 3.5 million people sent uh, messages and emails to the FCC right. telling they're in support of it. So many different, uh, yeah, it's just everybody's coming out in support of it. The uh, the president's coming out in support of it, yeah. for fuck's sake. So if net, net neutrality does get Which struck I will down, say, I w- then that is the last straw for America becoming by the people, for the people. It will be the most blatant example that we've ever had. It'll be spitting in the face of democracy. I've always said if I'm going to, uh, you know, if Marcus Parks runs for president, I'll support his opponent and uh, because I'm such a terrible person. So no one will vote for his opponent because they'll be like, well, Ben likes him, better vote for Marcus. <laughs> Barack Obama maybe should have done the same thing. Yeah. Maybe just been like, I'm against it. <laughs> and then every single Republican on earth would be like, I'm for it. And it's true. That's it. Yeah. That's what, that's what should have happened. Because as soon as Obama comes out, everything that Obama does that's right, uh, people still just like well, they don't like it because he did it. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. No, so of course I mean, that's, that's Ted why. Cruz. You know that's his right. whole thing. Yeah. Obama should have played some trickery, some mind games. Mm. And then when the Supreme Court came out in favor of net neutrality, he would have been like, "Yeah, you fucking suckers, <laughs> you goddamn idiots." Right. Fuck off. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, that is very interesting. It's insane. It's insane. And but you know the Supreme Court they're just they're so old out of touch they don't even email. No. There was an article I think we talked about it on the show a couple of months ago. They write letters to each other constantly Scallion. like they're inmates. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, if you ever watch Lock Up Raw, which is the best show that's ever happened, that's on uh, MSNBC and uh you know it really shows how unbelievably terrible the prison system is in the United States. They do a thing called uh fishing yeah. where they have their lines out and they just send the messages from solitary uh cell to solitary cell and that's all the Supreme Court does but instead of a line they have like a little whipper snapper. They have an intern be like give this give this letter to Miss uh you know Mr. Scalia. Yeah. And then it just fucking you you open it up and it's uh, it's that day's Marmaduke. <laughs> you know, he's like I cut out Marmaduke and I put it in this letter for him because Mr. Scalia loves Marmaduke. So deliver the message, will you? I mean, it's pathetic how out of touch they are. Yeah. So you can imagine when something, I mean, every single decision has, that they've come up with, correct me if I'm wrong, has been on the side of corporations so far, right? Mhm. Wasn't the, I mean I don't think I mean they're the ones Citizens United the, oh, the, they're nightmare. the ones that ruled that corporations are people right people ah, my I mean, God so I don't see how they're gonna uh, I mean, side the way, with it they're they're totally out of touch they uh, have no idea what the internet is I mean the way you could explain it to them I guess that they would you know if you're talking about them sending letters to each other you could c- explain it to them as in like say the U.S. Postal Service uh, if 
Let's say well, what, I would what say do this. old people love. What do old people old order people in the mail? Old people love ma- the postal service. What do they order one? in the mail all the time? Candles. Can- <laughs> old people love candles. Okay. Yeah, because okay, they're just great. Like, they- Let's say that the Yankee Candle Company right. uh, is, can pays the U.S. Postal Service an extra fee to deliver their candles to old people. Can the candles smell like Christmas? Of course they can. All right. But an, uh, an upstart candle company, let's say that your neighbor Mabel, she starts making candles. My neighbor Mabel. House. Your neighbor Mabel. She starts making candles at her house, but she can't afford to pay the postal service her fee. But e- so even though Mabel's candles are better than the Yankee Candle Company, who by the way over the years has kind of lost their touch a little bit. Yeah. But Mabel has got some new exciting scents for you. So you're gonna get your candles from Mabel just a few days after you're gonna get them from the Yankee Candle Company. Right. How did how did neighbor Mabel die in a gravy boat? <laughs> <laughs> What neighbor Mabel? Neighbor Mabel died in a gravy boat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was. Oh born. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's the beginning and the end of the death of neighbor Mabel. <laughs> the gravy boat did it. Uh, yeah. So if you have the Supreme Court, I think it's equivalent as well. It'd be like, here's an intern because they just, you know, it, here's an intern that has 22 years old that has two working legs. Here's a 75 year old person with chronic arthritis who's been a chain smoker and he's in a wheelchair. Yeah. That's pretty much the difference. Yeah. You know, so you get your wheelchair uh, wheelchair intern who, uh, you know, has bad asthma and arthritis or the young spry one. And that's pretty much the uh, the difference between having net neutrality and not having it. Yep. It's, it, the, the, yeah, the Supreme Court is like, they have to have their minds blown. I feel like the Supreme Court, you know, I was thinking about this the other day um, about the Supreme Court. And they're just so old. They have so much power. How much the, the way society has changed since they've been Supreme Court justices? Oh, Jesus, I mean the way society has changed in the last ten years. Right. I right. mean, and if they've been on the Supreme Court for more than ten years, then society has completely changed from the time last time they were just a regular judge, Joe. Right. There's no way they can relate. It's no. impossible. It no. is impossible. I, I I could see them definitely coming down on the side of Comcast right. because yeah, because it's going to go to the Supreme Court. Comcast is going to have some incredible lawyers, uh. and uh, you know they're going to make their rational, weird, bizarre points about their neighbor having Netflix, and they really want it. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, that, that's just, that's going to be the exact argument they go with them, and, and they're going to say these people bitchy. these people uh, use up a lot more of the internet, right? So they're going to need to pay, and I can see the Supreme Court justices going like, yeah. That makes sense. And striking it down and supporting uh, Comcast, Verizon, Time Warner, all these fucking people. I don't like my neighbor, Mabel. <laughs> but at the same time, I want, I don't, I'm never, what kind of life mentally do you have to live? What do you talk about when you're eating at Applebee's? Uh, I don't know. You wanted it, to eat at Applebee's yesterday. I love Applebee's. <laughs> I'm not saying Applebee's isn't negative here. But I'm saying what I mean, all you do is bitch about other people's other people having something. These are the people who have everything. Yeah. Uh, Theoretically, trying to tap into a vein of jealousy and of um, of woe is me. That's what that's what they're trying to tap into with the statement like, but your neighbor is having a good time. But you're not right. Sad Sam. Yep. You know, and then sad Sam is like, you're right. I am upset, and now I'm going to go vote, uh, you know, against it, even having no idea what the hell he's uh, he's giving away. Yeah, it's like we've got a whole political system based on the grass is greener. 
There's no way that this would make the internet better. I just don't understand. I don't understand how it even has any traction whatsoever other than the fact that people like Ted Cruz have compared it to Obamacare, and they're making a bunch of fucking cash off of it. Yeah. But Al Franken, who is a uh, very interesting senator and really one of my personal heroes, I disagree with some of his policies, and I think he can be a little bit obnoxious. But that's okay because just a guy coming from comedy, becoming a, a U.S. senator, I mean, his story is really phenomenal. Um, but he gets a lot of money from Comcast and Time Warner, right? Well, he gets his money from Time Warner. But now he is actually against net, uh, He's for net neutrality. He's, for, he's a, one of the biggest uh, proponents yeah. of net neutrality. He doesn't get money from Comcast. He gets money from Time Warner Cable. However, there are talks of a Comcast-Time Warner merger. They're going to get married? <laughs> if corporations are people, this is a wedding. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. In 2009, Franken received 33450 bucks from lobbyists for Time Warner Cable. 33,000? Uh, what is that? A couple of forks? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what do you get for 33 grand in a national, or not national, but a, a very uh, huge uh, Senate campaign? Oh, yeah. And Al Franken's Senate campaign, his, his was very, uh, the 2010 one for him was extremely, uh, extremely close. It was, yeah. Yeah, he, bar- he barely won that one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he says uh, his spokesman said Senator, Senator Franken is grateful for the support he receives, but when making policy decisions, he always does what he thinks is best for Minnesotans, regardless of who has donated. So he is, uh, that's good. I like that story a lot. Yeah. They're now, trying to reclassify internet broadband as a public utility. This is fun because now we can be like 100% on the side of the left, I think, on this argument. is there Are there any Democrats or liberals that are uh, that are against it? I seriously doubt it. That's right. I think this is one of the issues where uh, where the left is correct, for yeah. sure. And I mean, and hell, there's a, a ton of right wing. I mean, because th- the uh, the the right wingers, the Republicans, uh, they are saying like they're actually coming out and saying like, yeah, this is big government, you know, gone wild. Uh, the, oh, yeah. uh, being against net neutrality being is big a, government. Uh, being being for being against net neutrality or net neutral being against net neutrality. Yeah, is big government gone well? Overregulation. Uh, there's right. a lot of Democrats coming or a lot of Republicans coming out against it. So this is dividing uh, the party a little bit there, which is yeah. w- which is one of the problems that they've had over the past, I would say, almost eight years. It's dividing the party, but they're not attacking each other. Like there yeah. aren't any Republicans attacking other Republicans for coming out in favor of uh, net neutrality, and I don't think this is going to be some sort of issue, because yeah, you have a lot yeah. of these issues. Uh, people don't uh, break from the party line because when their primaries come up uh, in the next election, their uh, opponents can say, "Look, this person was against this policy mm-hmm. uh, when the president was against it as well." And it's a so, losing argument. Yeah. It's a losing argument. I think if you're a politician, and uh, especially if you're going to run the national stage I don't see how you can uh, how you can run the platform against it yeah I really don't because it's just so blatant yeah. and it's so obviously fly it so obviously flies in the face of um, of, of what the you know freedom of internet and freedom of speech and free like you know just overall um, the ability to access information is key yeah and if you're gonna sign a law that by definition impacts my ability to get in uh, you know information then it's it's anti-American. Yes. Ted Cruz is anti-American. Well, yeah, we knew that. Yeah. It's not right. That's wild. Um, anyway, yeah, very. thank you, Marcus, for yeah. educating me on net neutrality. Yeah, no problem at all, man. And, uh, of course, go to the page and let us know what you think about it. And maybe I would love to hear an argument against it that is rational other than I'm bitter because my, my neighbor is having more fun than me. And uh, I'm, I mean, what do you, you just count your, is Scrooge McDuck? 
I mean, what do you do? You just count your goddamn money constantly and be like, mm, I would have $35 more if, you know, Pam didn't love watching fucking, you know, New Girl. Yeah. If you are watching New Girl on Netflix, cancel it. Cancel Netflix. Huh. I've actually got something. I, I found a further uh, article on Al Franken. He actually didn't get uh, any money from Time Warner Cable. He got money from Time Warner, which is a completely different company. Time Warner, they're a media corporation that owns HBO, Castle Rock Entertainment, oh, okay. and Warner Brothers. Castle Rock Entertainment, the people who bring us Seinfeld every week. Oh, wow. Until the big Seinfeld sex scandal that's coming in 2025. <laughs> They'll pull that show right off the air. Oh, no. The Bill Murray sex scandal is bubbling up right now, but it's what? not even really a sex scandal. What's the Bill Murray sex scandal? Divorce proceedings has said that he's uh, sexually aggressive, uh, he's abusive, physically abusive, uh, and is a bit of a philanderer. Oh, sh- it's fine. It's fine. Bill Murray, I mean, what? Okay. I'm not going to. Yeah, Leave Bill alone. Yeah, he'll be fine. It's a divorce proceeding. You know, I mean, that's the it's the that's where you're supposed to be, uh, you know, accused of terrible things. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Um, let's talk briefly, Marcus. Um, real quick here, we had the uh, of course last podcast on the left. We've discussed the Franklin cover up. We discuss um, the sexual predators in the government. The Obama administration recently had one that was very interesting, very big. There was a man, I believe his last name is Bean. Terry Bean. Terry Bean, 66 years old. He was with a 25-year-old boy, and that's technically fine. I do think it's a little bit like, what are you talking about? Yeah. You know, if you're 66 and you're with a 25-year-old girl, I never understood the uh, the major age differences in relationships because, I mean, how do you, what, what are you discussing, you know? But, uh Apparently they got uh, they went on uh, they went on the free internet and they found a 15 year old boy and uh, they had sex with the boy and uh, I guess this Terry Bean character filmed it. They were going through a breakup, him and the 25 year old, because mm. the 25 year old was turning 26 and I was too old for Bean. <laughs> and uh, so now Terry Bean uh, is uh, is being uh, prosecuted for being a pedophile mm-hmm. and molesting. A 15-year-old boy. We can assume that he's probably done this a Terry Richardson amount. Terry Richardson? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, uh, the, the photographer. He's, he's, a, he's a real pervert, this fella. And uh, he gave, I believe it was $500,000 to the Obama administration. He's been seen with uh, Michelle and Barack regularly. And this person is, uh, is absolutely disgusting. And he's one of uh, a great example of what we've discussed previously, pedophiles. In the, uh, in the government. The U.K. is actually prosecuting a lot of these people. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, the U.K. is prosecuting people after 30 years. In 1984, the right. government put a bunch of D notices on, uh, uh, on some stories that reporters were writing saying that uh, allegations of a government pedophile ring uh, would damage national security. How would it damage national security? Everything is for national security. Yeah. Oh, if they find out we're twiddling the boys, Japan's going to nuke us. <laughs> what? How? Why? Doesn't matter. Yeah. And the security officials are, of course, saying like, no, we never did that. But the journalists in, uh, the journalists in question are saying that it did, in fact, happen. And there is right. a for- two former Scot- Scotland Yard detectives uh, that said that they had, that they were actually, uh, they had been pursuing these leads as far as children being murdered uh, in the pedophile ring, and they fully believe that this stuff happened. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. So it's starting to come to light here in the United States, and obviously this guy will be prosecuted, but uh, you know, it's... uh 
it's pretty disgusting. Yeah, absolutely you know, disgusting. You don't want to know that your president has shaken hands with a pedophile, but I think most presidents have. All presidents have, I'd imagine, if, you know, statistics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, yeah, statistically, we've all shaken hands with a pedophile. You think so? Oh, absolutely. I actually have. Because uh, when I was uh, doing foster care, my first foster brothers and sisters, Sammy and TJ, mm-hmm. and they were both violently molested by their dad, and it was disgusting. And he w- but he wasn't in jail. Yeah. They, the kids had herpes. They were all, oh. I mean, it was disgusting. And I was, I was 12 and a half, 13, and I remember shaking his hand, big, fat monster. Ugh. He was a huge fella, and uh, he was disgusting. And I remember just, yeah, getting, like, extremely creeped out. I, I don't think I was his type. He didn't eye fuck me. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of kind of hurt but uh but you know it was it was disgusting so yeah i i definitely did meet a pedophile but he was branded a pedophile yeah and i certainly wouldn't have taken five hundred thousand dollars from him and i think the obama administration should probably give it back yeah it's disgusting pedophiles are all over the goddamn place uh there's not as many as we think there are there's more <laughs> they're all around i think pedophile hysteria is bad for this country What's that? Pedophile hysteria. I think it's bad for this country. What do you I think, think it's bad for the country? I think... Uh, well, any hysteria is bad. Yeah. I, I think the hysteria that we have over pedophilia is bad for the country. I think what do takes, you mean? I think it takes away freedoms from children. I think that it makes children... What are you children, talking about? It makes... Uh, the fact that every single parent is terrified of pedophiles being around every single corner, the children aren't as independent as they used to be. Well, I do agree with that. But uh, I and think- it also will eventually lead to tracking devices being implanted in children's skin upon birth, mm-hmm. which the government will later use to their advantage. Well, yeah, I mean that one's a little crazy, but I really do think true. that. Um, uh, yeah, I think that people are, people are already doing that. But putting the uh, putting the devices really? in kids. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, that that's terrible. But I also think that you know uh, very important parts of childhood development, such as independence, uh, is being taken away from children because of overblown pedophilia fears. Well, we have a lot of listeners out there who are parents, and let me know how. Uh, let us know how you're raising your kids. I mean, I would yeah. just uh, inform my child of the uh, of the. Um, the idea that someone might be out there trying to twiddle their bean or twiddle their little dong. Yeah. And just so they're prepared. Because as a kid, you don't think about it. You know, you're no, just like, why would anyone want to touch this disgusting thing that I that I pee wh- that I poop white out of? Uh, <laughs> that's pee. It's liquid poo. That's what I always called it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's very true. You know, I made up a story when I was a kid. I was uh, maybe 11 years old. My brother Chris, uh, he biked in front of me and he because I was a real fat kid. Mm. And I had a huffy. And he had a much better one. Uh, I bet you were huffing a lot. I was huffing. I had a huffy. It was pathetic. I didn't want the huffy. I wanted a giant. Yeah. Remember the giant? They were great bikes. Yeah. But I got a huffy because my parents were mean to me. <laughs> and uh, no, they weren't. And a lot of kids didn't even have a huffy. Yeah. Some kids just had their own feet. And that's sad. But uh, so Chris biked ahead of me. And uh, so to get back at him, I don't, I'm, not sure if I, I'm not sure if I ever told you this story. To get back at him, I was home about 20 minutes after he got there, and I told my mom a guy in a red pickup truck, uh, a red uh, pickup truck, offered me candy. And then she's like, "Is that true?" And I was like, "It is true." And I faked some tears, and then she yelled at Chris. He got beat a little bit. <laughs> But we took it all the way to the police station. Wow! So I was I was in the I was in the police station. I was talking to the detective. I made up this entire story about red pickup truck with you know with rust on the side of it. Oh. I filed this entire police report because I didn't want my uh, you know my mom to think that I was lying. Uh, but it was a, I went very far with it. Nah. And the pr- police report probably still exists. I'm, no one got arrested, I don't think. I hope not. I hope no fucking <laughs> dudes in red pickup trucks got accosted that day. <laughs> I'm sure they did. Because fucking 
fat little Ben Kissel wanted to get his brother in trouble. But I went all the way with it. <laughs> then we went out for Belt's ice cream. Oh, no. Yeah, Belt's ice cream, biggest ice cream you in learned town. a horrible lesson that day. All I ever did was learn bad lessons. <laughs> I learned that you could just go lie to police officers and then you get ice cream. It was awesome. Uh, so, yeah, anyway. Um, all right, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. You don't want to talk about Ferguson at all? Let's talk about Ferguson. Let's do some predictions. Yeah, let's do some predictions. Of course, we're recording this at 4.45 p.m. on Monday, November 24th. Right. Uh, the Ferguson uh, indictment, or at yeah. least uh, the uh, the grand jury decision mm-hmm. to indict uh, Darren Wilson or not, is going to be released later on tonight uh, within hours, they say. Right. So it could be five, six, seven. Uh, so we don't know right now what the verdict is going to be. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering why they're waiting until nighttime to announce this. You'd think it's something they'd want to announce at like 8 o'clock in the morning. Right, when right. When people are still tired. When are the people going to be the most violent? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when are people's inhibitions uh, yeah. likely to be their lowest? Tell them then. Let's wait till the sun goes down. It's a crazy situation. Yeah, it's crazy. My so, prediction. Uh, yeah, predictions. 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 And, of course, when you guys hear this, you're already going to know what's going on. You're going to know what happened. I think it's going to be unbelievably underwhelming. Yeah. That's what I think. I actually think the protests are going to be rational and reasonable. There's going to be a few uh, you know, people out there who are going to take advantage of the situation and loot and stuff. But I actually think it's going to be. It's, it's so. This is Woodstock. This is Woodstock 99. <laughs> um, has already happened, and now we're at the now we're at the Lollapalooza phase. Yeah, you know the first initial uh, protests were so intense that was that was your Fred Durst moment. That was your Limp Biscuit was on the stage during mm-hmm. the first protest. I, but uh, Michael Brown's father came out and was just like, "Hey, let's just you know have a good peaceful protest." If the cops don't escalate, they're doing a lot of different. Um, they have a they have they've agreed on 12 different rules of engagement mm-hmm. the officers and the uh, and the protesters it's very uh it's much more structured i think than it was originally so my prediction it's a boring one but i actually believe it's going to be a relatively peaceful situation i think there's going to be one really violent block Oh, and I, mean, I think the yeah. media is going to concentrate on that one block. Sure. Uh, and they're going to make it seem like Ferguson is burning down. But I do think there will be at least one block of idiots that decide. You know, of course, that's the that's the whole thing about riots uh, is that there's always people there that just want to be a part of the riot. Yeah. And they're ju- they just want to be violent and they just want to be idiots and they want any excuse to do that. So I think there will be a few people that are going to go going to go a little bit far with. There's also going to be somebody who just went to the store to buy beef jerky. Yeah. You know, and then he's like, what are you doing out here on the streets? He's like, I was just trying to buy some beef jerky. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. And then you got to go back home. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, they are, it looks like that Darren Wilson will not be charged if what's going on in Ferguson right now is any indication. Right. Because I found a story of uh, a woman that uh, went to a pawn shop to try to buy a gun in anticipation of the verdict. By the way, the idea of buying a gun at a pawn shop shop. You know, it's like, I want a gun, but I want one with blood on its hands. <laughs> I want to make sure this gun has murdered somebody before. What guns go to a pawn shop other than like, uh, hot potato, <laughs> hot potato, better get rid of this murder weapon. Now, this woman went to a pawn shop uh, and the guy, and she saw a sign that says, per law enforcement, all firearms here have been temporarily removed from the premises. 
And uh, the clerk told the woman, he said, did you notice the tractor trailer back there to our loading dock? All the guns are already packed in, and we're taking all the pawns out of here, too, just to protect our customers' merchandise. They've been saying that they're going to target gun stores and pawn shops. This came from law enforcement. It's what they told us. They sent out memos and everything. Meanwhile, there's an engine he hears starting up in the back of the store. He's like, I think I left my keys in the car. Oh, shit. (laughs) Some dude is just driving off with all the firearms in the goddamn gun store because they put it in a car instead of keeping it in their uh, their, uh, uh, enclosed uh, office. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be. So the cops are asking all gun stores to stop selling guns. Get the guns out of town. Get the guns out of town. Get right. them out of there. Except on for pom- the guns that they have, of course. Yeah. Exactly. And except for all of the guns that the but right. uh, the uh, people in Ferguson and St. Louis have been buying in record numbers in the last couple of weeks. Right. Right. I mean, it's nuts. It's nuts. I, I mean, what, it, it's so difficult to indict a uh, an officer. I, this grand jury is in a. a there's just. It's crazy. It'll be a very interesting situation. There was just the officer here who shot that random dude in a stairwell. You hear about police murders constantly, and uh, I don't. It's so rare that they get the, that it goes far enough into an actual prosecution. I agree. You know, so I think whatever. Yeah. Sean Bell shooting that didn't go anywhere. Oh, Sean Bell. That's yeah. an older story from what 2007. He was 2006. At a, 2006. Yeah. He was at a strip club the night before he was getting married. So he's a kind. He's my kind of guy. <laughs> One of those night before guys. Yeah. 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 He had the bachelor party the night before the wedding, which is that's a, an interesting it's a little, choice. It's more traditional. It is. Yeah. yeah. I always the night before I get married, I'm going to. Uh, oh man, order a bunch of pizza. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm going to say, leave me alone, everybody. (laughs) Don't come around me. I'm alone for the last time in my entire life. Yeah. Love being alone. I know you do. So do I. Got to. Yeah, Sean Bell was murdered. I mean, but that's old. I mean, every every three months, every two months. Hell, I mean, even more than that. I think Sean Bell was a specific one because I think the police fired 46 shots at an unarmed man. Nothing happened. Yeah, nothing happened with them. So it's definitely something that needs to be discussed, and I think Ferguson can lead to a lot of. As soon as I, I, the media needs to stop focusing uh, focusing so much on the race stuff, and really because it's a distraction mm-hmm. issue, it really is the the uh, the the militarization of the police and just the um you know what happened in the situation with the stairwell. Li, Liang is the officer that killed him, mm-hmm. and there was not not one report of Asian officer kills black guy. Yeah. Let's start that race war, can we please? <laughs> Uh, but it didn't play into the narrative. But you have these officers. He was just walking around doing a vertical patrol, a, a vertical uh, patrol. So they go to these housing units and they just hang out in the stairwell like rats. Yeah, the projects. Yeah, they just go up and down. And Bad it, things happen in the stairwells of projects. Never go to one. <laughs> Always. But the elevator was broken, so the guy was just walking out. He was going to walk down seven stories. Good, good cardio. Yeah. Um, and the officer saw him, freaked out, had his finger on the trigger, and pulled it uh, accidentally. He's not going to be charged with anything. No. Guy went down two flights of stairs. I mean, these cops, they're scared, and they're, there's no... I don't know what they have to do different in training. Yeah. You know, there needs to be, like, are you smart enough to be one? You know? I mean, I, I don't know. It's just, are you are you too jittery? I think they we need, need to, do to a, watch... We need the, to do a jitters test on the all the NYPD cops. six months of, of uh, law enforcement training just needs to be jump scares. <laughs> Just needs to be somebody wherever you are in the uh, in the uh, you know in the in the school, mm-hmm. just a random professor, just like <laughs> hey, constantly just yeah. popping out of doors. But you know, once every three days, yeah, you and know, just like every now and again, 
Yeah, and it, unless they can uh, take a jump scare without jumping out of their bones and turning around and firing somebody, uh, you give them like right. a paintball gun. Give them a paintball yeah. gun or just a wood gun, yeah. that, you know, or whatever, just a gun that tracks how many times they've pulled the trigger. Yeah. <laughs> and then the officer can be like, well, you just, I jump scared you and you just shot me nine times. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry, Officer Liang or Darren Wilson, you're not on the force. Yeah. What's the other option? I don't know. Gas station. <laughs> That's it. Go work at the, go work at the local Arby's Sabaro. You're either yeah. I I used to work at an Arby's Sabaro. Loved it. That's such a weird. And it, I actually checked that out. That's only in the Midwest. Really? Like in the uh, Minnesota, in, in the Scandinavian areas. <laughs> well, I, I would assume there's probably some people who are just like, why don't you put the Arby's meat on the pizza? <laughs> you know, it's an Arby's Sabaro. It's right there. I'm sorry, sir. They're two different businesses. We can't do that. You know what I used to do when I worked there? What? I dipped a lot of pizza in horsey sauce. Oh. That was actually very good. Horseradish and pizza. Yep, not bad. Yeah, that's the thing. Arby's Sabaro. Really combine it. Yeah, yeah. make the Ar- make the Sabaro Arby's pizza. Ooh, that'd be good. Good job. Um, yeah, so that's the uh, that's what's happening in Ferguson. It's going to be interesting. Um, so, yeah, everyone, uh, let us know what you think about uh, what's happening out there in the world. A lot of great stories. The page is doing well. Marcus, you're handsome. Oh, thank you. So are you, Ben. Yeah, I'm getting fat. Nah. Nah. You look the same as you always have. No. All right. (laughs) Um, All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Goodbye.